This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by the year 2013. The year 2013. Hey, remember me? I wasn't so bad. It's also brought to you by Squarespace. Happy New Year. It is 2014. It's the very first day of the year, which makes it January 1st by my calendar. It's a Wednesday. Year starting on a Wednesday always feels weird to me. Really, any year or month that doesn't start on a Sunday feels weird to me uh, because I'm not that smart. Anyway, uh, seriously though, Happy New Year. I, uh, I hope you're feeling okay. I hope you remembered to hydrate last night. I prefer to celebrate New Year's at home. Uh, I prefer to do many things at home. I work from home. Uh, I can go a stretch of many days, probably as long as six or seven without leaving the house uh, because I'm a terrible person uh, and because I'm, I am truly a homebody. I don't know. I like being at home, but I especially like being home on New Year's because uh, I don't want to drive. I trust me to drive because I won't drink too much. That would impair me from driving safely. Um, but I don't trust everybody else. I mean, I trust you, dear listener. You, I'm sure, make safe driving decisions. But I don't know, socially and anecdotally, I can say that I constantly witness people who are out drinking, overdoing it, and then driving home because everybody thinks they can do it. But New Year's is just the worst. Uh, Not the holiday itself or the event itself. I don't know if New Year's is technically a holiday. I mean, we could debate that, but that would be extremely boring. Um, But, you know, it's The tricky thing for me is how do you celebrate New Year's? I remember as a kid, when I was with high school friends, let's say, uh, you know, we would celebrate it by when we were too young to have access to booze and our parents were all aware that it was New Year's Eve and so extremely uh, insistent that wherever we be to celebrate the New Year be a place with adult supervision. So there was no alcohol to be had. Uh, But so then what do you do? You're all together and you can, you know, you can turn on either... uh, uh, Dick Clark, when he was still alive, harder to turn him on now, and Ryan Seacrest, or you can go to Carson Daly and watch a ball drop and watch a bunch of people who are standing in Times Square screaming. But that's like, first of all, it's a weird thing that everybody does, and second of all, it only takes about three minutes to watch the ball drop. Uh, and that includes, you know, two minutes and 50 seconds of lead time. But I should also say that I can't actually watch the ball drop in Times Square without being extremely uncomfortable because all I can think about is these hundreds of thousands of people packed into New York City, uh, all of whom are A, extremely cold, many of whom are extremely drunk, and to a man or a woman, to a one, all of them have to pee and have no option. I don't know what percentage of attendees in Times Square for New Year's Eve wear adult diapers. I imagine it is greater than zero, probably less than 10% overall, um, but it's got to be greater than zero. But it's, I would never go to Times Square for New Year's Eve for many reasons. One, I just have, it doesn't seem sound fun to me in any way to, you know, as soon as the ball drops, I imagine that, I don't know, 70% of the people in attendance are suddenly feel this crushing disappointment. What the hell have I done? Why was I here? There's no way for it not to be a letdown, in other words. Um, But then, you know, the peeing situation just sounds awful. And I had friends who've actually done this, who have gone to Times Square for New Year's, and they have described, you know, the worst bladder issues of their life. Um, And you'll hear stories they were telling me. Uh, They get passed down from person to person in these throngs of humanity. Hey, I heard that this restaurant eight blocks away is letting everybody use the bathroom for just $10. So, you know, you pay $10 and you can pee in their bathroom. But that means you have to get behind the stanchion. That's, I've been dreading getting to this word because I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. You know, the, you can get behind the barricade. Let's go with barricade. Then nobody knows that I don't know how to pronounce stanchion. Stanchion? 
Stay and tie him. Anyway, you go behind the barricade, you get out of your spot. How are you ever going to get back? And is it even true? Is that bathroom even open and available? Uh, and who wants to pay $10 to use the bathroom? I would, I was going to say I would much rather wet my pants, but that's not true, especially on a very cold night. Anyway, it's New Year's Eve, so how do you celebrate? As a kid, I was saying, you know, we would get together and we would like play board games or video games and then watch one of these late night hosts show us a ball falling down. Uh, that was very exciting, of course, in its own way. Now as an adult with young kids, uh, it's a little bit different. We invite our adult friends over with their kids in tow. Uh, the kids watch videos and do everything they can to prevent falling asleep. And the parents worry about the fact that their kids are up really late. Uh, the kids are not quite old enough to manage to wait up until New Year's. So often, you know, we'll have a couple different families over and one of them will end up leaving early. Maybe two of them will leave early and take their kids home around 10 o'clock, which is an unusual way to celebrate New Year's. And the other ones will stay until midnight and then regret it because it'll mean that their kid has barely slept at all. Honestly, though, what I think would be fun is if we had some other day that we celebrated just because it was the date. I mean, I know that we've got April Fool's Day, but that doesn't really count. I just want like, you know, hey, it's February 3rd day, everybody. Have a great February 3rd. And we all stay up till midnight to welcome in February 3rd because it's kind of as arbitrary, right? Anyway, Happy New Year again. (laughs) 